Welcome to the Sprout Podcast, a podcast where you'll learn how to 10x your productivity, mindset, and life. Here's your host, William Rossi. What up, what up, ladies and gents? Welcome back to the Sprout Podcast. I'm your host, William Rossi, and we have a great episode today. Before I jump into it, I want to outline where you can find more Sprout content. If you take a look at the show notes, you'll get the username to both my Instagram and YouTube accounts. You'll also get a link where you can join my Facebook group where we do comfort challenges and we have a forum where we talk about different mindset related topics. And of course, you'll get the link to my website. There's plenty of information to teach you about certain tactics, habits, and life lessons, all of which focus on helping you realize and find your direction, live the dream life that you always wanted to live, and love every step of the way to get there. In this episode, we're going to be talking about four ways to start living in the moment and stop worrying about the future. I don't wanna say too much, I think this is super valuable, so I'm just gonna jump right into it. All right, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super, super excited to talk about this subject. Um, honestly, it's something that I think every single one of us can relate to. Um, we all have this problem of failing to live in the moment. Uh, a lot of people, especially if you're in college, and this is something I can attest to because that's obviously where I am, uh, worrying about the future is a big thing and not knowing what's next, not being able to accurately say what the next step is is pretty daunting and it's a huge reason for stress a huge reason for anxiety so what I've realized uh, by by actually teaching myself to live in the moment has made me uh, a much better person it's helped me a lot in terms of virtually reducing all stress and yeah it's definitely made my life a lot better and I think that Uh, anyone can learn from what I'm about to share with you so I figured why not and if you want to see the written version of this podcast just feel free to go to my blog that is sprout uh, s-p-r-o-u-h-t dot com and you'll see that the article is labeled four ways to live in the moment and stop worrying about the future so anyways Let's move into it. Um, So constantly worrying about the future and thinking about variables that you can't control is definitely a surefire way to never allow yourself to live in the moment. And uh, it's honestly a a pretty lethal (laughs) combination. So just think about this. How many times have you thought of posting something on Instagram and you know you you did the filters, you wrote the caption, you had it all f- all planned out, and then last second you say, ah, you know, probably not. And the same goes for asking the the guy or the the girl out, the cute guy, the cute girl out, if you're gonna wear something that looks pretty insane, you know, if you're gonna travel to a country that you've always wanted to see, or in some cases quitting your job or quitting uh, your position in a club or or whatnot. How many times have you? thought about doing one of those things and not actually done it the answer is probably a lot um 
So these are things that you think about constant. You know you want to do them, but the reason why you don't do them and you don't actually act on it is because you're so focused on the future. You're thinking about, well, if I make this decision right now, how is me in, let's say, seven days, me in a month, me in six months, me in a year, how is that version of myself going to react? And what am I doing to them in this moment? And that's that's your mistake. That's where you're starting off on the wrong foot because you're already thinking so far ahead and you're already assuming that you can essentially control every aspect in your life, which I'm just going to be honest. I don't know if anybody's told you this, but you can't. That's not a thing. Um, there's too many variables in life that will hold you back from actually having full control. And so the only thing you can technically control is your attitude. It's your ability to control your thoughts, to be positive, and to, again, allow yourself to live in the moment. So um, this is the final thing I'll say before I get into the four ways that you can start living in the moment is really this mindset shift that has helped me throughout uh, my journey in growing and getting better and becoming more confident and, and, and building as what I like to call uh, an unbreakable force in my mind. And that mindset shift is every time you say or you think, I can't, you replace it with, I'm going to fucking do this and whatever happens, happens. So imagine, right? Uh, for me, at least. I can't ask that girl out because, you know, if she says no, then I'm going to be sad. Or I can't wear that T-shirt because I'll look crazy. You know, imagine what people will think about me if I quit my job or if I uh, stop doing what they know me to be as, whatever. Imagine every time you say I can't, you're limiting yourself and you're limiting your entire scope over the world and what you're capable of experiencing. And so if you can replace I can't with I'm going to fucking do this and whatever happens, happens. Essentially, you're, you're teaching yourself how to go with the flow, how to react, and then how to not worry about all of the things that most people worry about. So think about that. That is food for thought. But um, without further ado, on that note, this is perfect, good time to step in for the first way. And the first way for you to live in the moment is to forget about later. So... This ties to this ties into it. That's a great, great prelude. Good for me. Um, so this is something that I've actually taken away from my dad. Uh, what he never particularly teaches this lesson uh, in the living in the moment, but it's just the way that I've picked it up and the way that I've learned. So anytime I'll ask him, uh, you know, are you free on Friday? Like let's say it's Monday. Are you free on Friday? Are you free tomorrow at 3 p.m. or are you f whatever to ask him for an appointment or to hang out or whatever? He goes, and he doesn't say this in a negative way, by the way. It's just the way he thinks. He goes, I'm not there yet. I'm not focusing on Tuesday. I'm not focusing on Friday. I'm not focusing on 6 p.m. I'm on Monday. That's where I am right now. And by doing this, he's effectively teaching himself well, he's not teaching until he's living by the act of, of being present. And it made me think, why is nobody else like that? Why are we all looking forward to tomorrow? Why are we all 
assuming that tomorrow is a given. Because that's something that if you think about it on a big scale, is it's crazy. Most people in the world aren't that lucky enough. They're not, they don't feel blessed enough to think about tomorrow as a given. You never know what's going to happen and you can't live that way. You can't live the way thinking that tomorrow, a month, six months, a year, that that's absolutely going to be a surefire thing. If you're doing that, again, you're always going to look forward to the future. You're always going to put your mind towards the future. You're never going to think about the present moment. And when you do that, when you don't think about the present moment, you won't enjoy what you have. And this all goes back to enjoying the journey rather than focusing on the destination. So that's that's a big thing. And in order to change that attitude, in order to go from uh, to go from constantly thinking about the future to thinking about only now and leaving the future up to chance, this is the attitude change that you can do. So basically, when someone asks you what you're doing tomorrow, next Monday, next month, next century, fuck it, you're going to tell them, I'm not sure. It's too far away to think about, I'll let you know when I get there. That's all. That's literally all you have to do. And I want you to try this for 7 to 10 days straight without failure. And let me know about your experience. Comment it or send me a message. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm curious to hear because I bet you it's going to be pretty damn good. And you're going to learn a lot about how thinking in the future affects the mentality. It affects you living your actual, your, your true potential. All right, number two. The second way that you can live in the moment is by becoming spontaneous. So in my opinion, um, I think of being spontaneous in a different way than most. I think that if you're becoming spontaneous, it means that you're admitting to the fact that you shouldn't be as busy as you currently make yourself out to be. And this is a really interesting point. I want to touch further on this. The, the idea of being busy. So for me, being a student, being an entrepreneur, um, having s- several hobbies, you can consider, you can assume that I'm, I'm busy because right now I'm taking a full course load. I'm starting this business. I'm doing the blog, the podcast, other social media. Uh, I love to bike. I love to work out and whatnot, but I don't consider myself busy. And the reason why I don't do this is because no one is really that busy. There aren't enough important things in the span of a day that you have to do to make it so busy. And if there if there are, if you're that constrained for time, then you can't be happy, right? There's there's no chance that if you don't have the freedom of time, you're truly truly happy. So in my opinion, the more you claim to be busy, the less opportunity you're giving yourself to experience things that you know you're going to enjoy. Again, Freedom of time is a huge thing. It doesn't matter. So, and I, I want to even push further. So being in business school and being a finance major, you can only imagine that about 99% of the kids in my program are dying to work at a bank, dying to work at consulting firms, dying to work in private equity. These are just, these. these I, I'm not really sure how it came about, but the standard protocol in business school is get really good grades, do your extracurriculars, and go get a job the second you graduate so you can make a lot of money and then eventually uh, you can have success in, in your later life. Uh, 
And the funny thing is when I think about this, I'll talk to my friends and I'll, and I'll go, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll say, Oh, is this, is this guy or girl working at, at this place? And I'll go, yeah, you know how much they're making? They're making this much per hour. They're making this much in the summer. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. It's a lot of money, but do they have the freedom of time? And that's the question of, of being, is being rich, having more money than someone or are there other factors? And I can honestly do an entire other podcast on this. I'm pretty, pretty inspired actually to do it. But being rich, in my opinion, is a combination of both wealth, so monetary wealth, and time. So if you make less than someone, but you have more time, you may be richer than them. And that'll add up to being happier as well. So let me go back into this. Sorry, I got a little off track. But becoming spontaneous, right? If you want to experience all these things, you want to give yourself the freedom of time, what you can do with a good start is being spontaneous. So when your friends, your spouse, your partner, your siblings, whatever, whoever, even if your your fucking parrot is asking you to do something, just do it. One of the quotes that uh, I, I kind of made it up, but it's based on a lot of other opinions, obviously. It's if the idea sounds a little crazy, then there's even more of a reason to do it. And I'll shoot you with an example here. Uh, last summer, I was backpacking throughout Europe with one of my best friends. And we were in Greece. And we were like two or three days away from our flight to Italy. So our next stop. We had several bad experiences where we were staying in Greece. Um, and we decided, I think it was at like 11.55 p.m. Uh, we book a flight to Naples at 6.30 in the morning from like the very next the very next morning. And Naples wasn't on our plan. But the idea was we'll go to Naples, we'll land there, we'll take a taxi to the best pizza place in Naples because they're known for, for, for their pizzas. And then we'll maneuver our way to the south of Italy for a couple of days. Keep in mind, no Airbnb, no idea of transportation, no idea like where to do anything. We said, fuck it. Let's do this. Uh, why not? Whatever happens, happens, right? And 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 guess what? Not to your surprise at this point, it was by far the best part of the trip. So this is all to say that when you leave it up to chance, uh, when you allow yourself to be open to spontaneous decisions, you're basically giving yourself permission to experience the unordinary. So essentially, it's think less, do more. Okay, uh, way number three. So you can be more capable of living in the moment by practicing self-awareness through kindness. So I'm a really big fan of unconventional ways to achieve big results because that's what, in my opinion, will yield the most satisfaction and the most deep learning. So it's the best bang for your buck, in, in other words. So if you didn't know already... Um, Self-awareness is by far the most important skill that you need to adopt. You got to work on that. It's a, it's, it's a skill, right? As I just said, it's not a trait. It doesn't depend on who you are, uh, where, how you were raised, or, or where you live. It has nothing to do with that. It's a skill. And if you want to achieve a lot of great things in life, and for example, living in the moment would be considered one of them, you've got to be self-aware. And if you can, if you can couple this with random acts of kindness then even better you're you're on your way you're as my friends like to say you are flying 
um, when I say random acts of kindness, I literally mean random acts of kindness, but some ideas that come to mind would be like, if you're at the drive through, you're paying for the person behind you, um, practicing an activity called loving kindness, which I read in tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, highly recommend that book. But the loving kindness activity is basically taking 10 seconds to just think of two random people. It could be two strangers you see on the street, uh, two people that come to mind, whatever, Two people you see on the internet, even whatever, who, who could be whoever. You take 10 seconds and you just say, no, in your head you say, I wish for this person to be happy. That's it. You do it for two people and you'll see it has huge effects. So if you can do, well, there's obviously many other random acts of kindness, but if you can do at least one of these things every day, and like I just said, it takes literally 10 seconds to do these, you're going to start being a lot more in tune with your surroundings. And then you, you're going to realize um, the power of little things. So <laughs> the power of little things, again, huge lesson in and of itself. But little things compounded consistently create huge effects, creates massive effects. So I'm not sure if you've heard of the domino effect, but if you think of the force, let's say you, you line up... Uh, I don't have the exact numbers, but let's say you line up a ton of dominoes, thousands of dominoes. In order to get the first couple to fall, you have to get the previous one to hit it down, right? It's got to have enough force to hit it down. The reality is, as you get further and further down, the dominoes get bigger and bigger. So in order for that big domino to get knocked down, you need the power of all the other little ones compounded. And so the idea behind this in real life application is little things compounded, little things done consistently add up to take down huge, huge obstacles and then create huge effects. So if you start big, you'll, you won't have enough force, you don't have enough power to actually get to that point. You have to start small, you have to drop your ego, and you have to be willing to apply consistency to your life. So a lot of people, especially me, especially college students, uh, young, young guys, young girls, you know, with a lot of confidence and a lot of charisma, we overestimate what we can do in a month, but we severely underestimate what we can do in a year. So you have to think about that and you have to practice patience. All right. Uh, fourth and final way to live in the moment is to adopt the do it for the story mentality. So I'm essentially uh, giving my secret away here for free, just for you, um, because uh, because I'm a nice guy, I guess. Uh, that's what that's what I, that's what all my friends say. <laughs> so this is essentially how I live my life. The do it for the story mentality has basically allowed me to do many things that I never thought I would do. Um, the idea behind the do it for the story is literally it speaks for itself, but it's when presented with the opportunity, usually you have two choices. You can either just do it. Well, let's actually you have three choices. You cannot do it. You can just do it, or you can do it and put emphasis on what you're doing to twist it in a way that makes it even more funny and makes it a better story. Makes it a story you can tell literally anyone and get a laugh from. And that's what I like to do. And I'm not like, it's not, it's not that I'm crazy for laughs or, or, or whatever, but it's the fact that 
having this mentality and having this kind of like inner conscience of wanting to make people smile and wanting to tell people really funny stories makes me do more twisted and fucked up shit that and obviously legal stuff I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about but it makes it more interesting it makes it more outrageous and then if you want to do if you if you want to live this way you have to combine the previous three tips so this is why i put it forth but the idea is that doing it for the story is doing something that you typically wouldn't do because if you did it all the time you wouldn't tell it to anybody it would just be you know what happened today blah 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 i did this shit so examples of wow can't believe i'm sharing this um examples of things i'm not going to go into detail but examples of things that have made for great stories uh was the the story i said before about traveling to the south of italy um another one when i was in asia i was uh being chased by lady boys in cambodia at three o'clock in the morning that's it that was a story and uh and getting lost in south korea during the code red sequence of the pandemic so that's that's a very brief but telling uh (laughs) but telling way of showing you how committed i am to this so basically if you want to live in the moment i think you have to adopt a mentality that holds you accountable in my uh in my my decision has been to do the do it for the story mentality and if you have no idea about what kind of mentality you can adopt try this it's it's does it doesn't mean because i suggested that you have to listen to it and you have to do it obviously do it if it applies to your own life and if you feel comfortable enough uh, going through with it but the point is to challenge yourself it's it's to take the barriers that you have the levels of comfort that you have and push past them and the reason why you're able to become a yes man or a, or a yes woman or yes na is um because you're you're gonna do crazy things and you're driven by this accountability factor which is in this case social appeal so i really think that if you just yell fuck it and if you just go all in and you think later you know you wait till after you've done it to think about what you've just done you'll be better off in the long term and uh i always think about this but most people if they're if they have their heads on right if they're if they're screwed on well most people don't care about well most people would rather regret things that they did do rather than regret things that they didn't do and personally i don't regret anything i don't think there's a point to regret but if i had to make the choice between regretting all of the things that I had not done or all of the things that I had done, I would choose the ones I had done because at least I did them. And the the I, the knowledge of me, the understanding of me regretting only came later, right? It's in hindsight. But at the moment, I did it and I probably learned a lot. So, you know, if you're smart, if you're smart about it, if you're self-aware about it, you realize that regret is just, it's fiction. It's just a state of mind. And you can learn something from anything, right? It's, it's, you either come out successful or you come out learning. And if, if you come out learning, then you learn and you learn and you learn until you become successful. And I think living in the moment is like that. I don't think it's a guaranteed, um, do these four ways, um, do it for seven, 10, 10 days in a row. And then you'll be flying. I don't think so. That's not how it works. 
it didn't work like that for me. It took me about a year and a half, maybe two years even, to get to this point. And then once I was at this point, I've just gone higher. I've you know taken it higher and higher and higher and to more extreme levels. So change never happens from listening. Uh, it happens from doing. So again, don't feel compelled to adopt any of these tips, but I urge you to try them. I think that it's 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 never it's never worth it to just listen to something and not have any takeaways. Best thing you can do is at least try it. You know, become a human guinea pig, um, and and just just do things because if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you, and nobody is there to judge, nobody is there to care. But if it does work for you, then you're set. Then you're onto something, and the the direction of your life can change in, in any shape or form and uh, have any sort of magnitude. So you really have to think about just trying because uh, the reality is you'll never know if you don't try. And trying is absolutely the most important thing. What up, what up, ladies and gents? Thanks for listening to this episode. I want to outline again where you can find more Sprout content. If you take a look at the show notes, you'll get the username to my Instagram and YouTube accounts, a link to the Facebook group where comfort challenges take place, and a big forum for learning more about mindset. And of course, you'll get the link to my website. There's plenty of information to teach you about certain tactics, habits, and life lessons, all of which focus on helping you realize your direction, live the life you choose to live, and love every step of the way to get there. Have a great day, and I hope that you can take all of this in and just use it to become better and inspire others to be better. We need more people like that.